your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, bringing you another episode of the podcast dedicated to to the Colorado Avalanche. And joining me on this Friday and every Friday as he has been, Mr. Cool Shades, Kyle Sullivan at Shaggy Von Doom. What's going on, my man? Living the dream. It's preseason, baby. <laughs> I, 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 These came in the mail and I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, I feel like I should be on a like beach. Like I feel like I should be on like Muscle Beach playing like volleyball, uh, you know, with, with Tom Cruise. Uh, you know, and we're going to go fly some fighter jets and stuff like that. Like that's, that's how I feel wearing these things. And if you don't know, if you're listening, uh, Kyle and I got some retro shades. You ever see the movie summer school? Yeah. Remember the movie summer school where they get the shades and everybody's like wearing the different glasses. Like these are sunglasses direct from that movie. Summer school classic movie. They're yeah. right up there with Macho Man Randy Savage. Shades. They are. Think Macho Man. And they have those. They have yes, those. Yes, they do. Like they, yeah. So uh, I, we, we we both got some pretty sweet shades. It's Friday. It's, uh, you know, playoff, not playoff, preseason hockey. And it seemed like a regular season game between the Avs and the Wild. Knuckles being thrown, man. So uh, we, we'll get into it. We only watched the first two periods because we wanted to record this episode. Uh, so as of like we're recording this, maybe by the time we're done here, we'll know what the final is. But uh, it's a second intermission as we're going into recording. And I think it was four to three Minnesota. So uh, lots to get to. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on twitter locked on avalanche on instagram search for uh locked on avalanche on youtube to subscribe to the youtube channel and then uh locked on avalanche at gmail.com if you want to send any questions comments concerns, opinions all right so today uh we're going to get to our final burning question which uh of course is the playoffs uh can the avalanche slay this monkey on their back slay this dragon slay this demon however you want to say it <laughs> and get past uh round 2 and then we're going to talk about right now uh we're going to talk about what we've seen so far in preseason game number 2 so uh I'll throw it to you first and like I said avalanche down 4 to 3 right now uh we don't know how it's going to turn out obviously but after two periods what have you seen I like that first line. It was interesting to see Gabe getting the nod tonight and uh, common faces like Miko, Kale, and Nate still sitting and resting. Um, Nas looks great. It's it's so great to see EJ back. Like, Oh, my God. It's, and playing it's well. Playing really well, telling that <laughs> yep. second goal of the night. Um, he's looking great, and he's, he's really that – I think it's twofold seeing EJ come back and that lack of presence that we lost with Belmar. Um, yeah. He's he's totally taken that emotional role, and that top line looks good. Um, a lot of the the depth players that we have out there tonight, some guys are standing out, some guys are kind of invisible. We're getting a good look at Kemper and a good look at Yusuf Sandinen. So 
I mean, as an Avs fan, it's a good look for everybody. And what's the one thing that we're always throwing around with Darcy Kemper? We always think like, yes, that this could be uh, a net plus, a net positive by the end of the year. But there's always the but. And what is always the but? It's the big but. Health. Health. And what happened in this game? He gets taken out. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Uh, and, and not totally that player's fault. It honestly yeah. wasn't. He did get a little bump. It wasn't this just shove right into Kemper. But he was going pretty fast, and it was enough of a bump where the guy really couldn't skate around him, and he kind of crashed into him. And any time that happens with Darcy Kemper this year, everybody's going to be holding their breath. Everybody. Because it's yeah. like, oh, oh, boy. You know, is this guy made of glass? Who knows? But uh, he he's he's going to play a big role, obviously, for these guys here. He's got to be healthy. So uh, he seemed to get up. Seemed it was okay, but still, uh, we were watching that uh, together, and both of us did that. Both of us held our breath collectively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we kind of got conditioned that way a little bit with uh, Grubauer last year. Anytime that he would take a cross crease sliding save. Yeah, you automatically were like, "Oh gosh, here goes the groin. Here we go again." Now with Kemper, um, you you still don't know. And tonight, mm. it just escalated this tale as old as time avalanche wild rivalry. Um, yep, it got chippy quick. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know you're getting a lot of cross check calls. That's going to happen. There, you know, players are going to have to adapt to this new cross check. And I, watching the game, we the way we were, it, it's you know the it's a stream. Well, it was it was weird. It was the the Minnesota Wild were streaming the Avalanche kind of in house stream. Yeah. Uh, so it was the 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 Wild announcers, but um, so the replays were not as fresh and and you know rewound enough so we could see. But something went down where they called Kadri for a cross-check, and I kept wanting to see that, and I didn't see it. But for whatever reason, Gabe Landeskog, and I don't remember who it was. Do you remember? Uh, he was fighting. Ugh. I don't remember. Um, um, Hartman. Yes, yes, it was Hartman. Um, we're going at it. You know, both were kind of on the ground, and it was one of those things where the refs came over to separate the two, and Gabe Landeskog was not done. He was heated, threw his helmet off, threw his gloves off. The ref had to do everything in his power <clears throat> to keep Landeskog from getting back to him. He got a 10-minute misconduct for it. Uh, <clears throat> so Gabe Landeskog, his first action, because he didn't play in the first preseason game, but, uh, you know, He's in, he's in, you know, f- mid-season form, not even mid-season form, just regular season form, day one form of he's not letting up at all, even though this is a preseason game. He was heated, and they didn't <clears throat> rewind it enough to tell you exactly what happened. From what we saw, maybe it was something that happened before, and then it culminated where they were just right around each other, so they just went at it. I don't know, but I didn't see anything that led up to it. Yeah, I I don't know if this is the the stance that the team is going to take this year, um, not accepting anything and just a rabid approach to this year. It was great seeing Gabe that way. Um, 
but yeah, cross checking. Yeah. I was before this game even started. I was watching uh, Philly and Boston, and that was on national yeah. TV. That was on TNT. And I mean, probably the first five minutes, we had two cross checking calls. The yep. NHL is all about making this a point of emphasis that it's been in the rule book, but we're going to really enforce it this year. And this was our turn catching that rule. Um, well, I think, I, and, and I haven't watched, you know, a ton of preseason games outside of the avalanche, but I'm sure this is going to be across the board that everybody's gonna have to get used to it. And, and it needed to happen in my opinion. Yeah. It was, yeah, the rule honestly hasn't changed. It's just, they're enforcing it more. And, uh, it, I think it's the right thing to do. You know, you, you, you're get, you gave the players a little bit of leeway in how they, they play like that. And now it's just gotten too far. I think it's just gotten too much where guys are getting hurt and, and you're, you're watching this and they're doing these rough cross checks right to their lower back. And I know they got some padding back there, but geez. And like, it's come on. what players like Austin Matthews are known for now of mm. their cross checking in the crease and cl- kind of clearing space out. Once a penalty becomes a skill set, that's what made the yeah. NHL yeah. be like, you know what? We need to reel this in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. We'll update as we are recording here, but the cylinder intermission and it is four to three. So, you know, you're going to have some rust in the goalies, especially with, with Kemper, but, um, and, he let in three. He didn't let in all four. Uh, Eustace Anandin came in and he let up one. So, uh, but I think Alex Newhook looks really good. Um, Sample Ranta with a really pretty goal, I think from an assist from Newhook, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have the stats right in front of me, but uh, Ranta with a nice, I wouldn't call it so much a power move, but he was going in that direction of kind of lowering his shoulder and, and kind of forced one home. I, we think it went five holes. T- tough to see, yeah. but uh, he, you know, he looks good. I, I really like what Newhook's doing right now. So you got Sammy Gerrard out there. Power play. <clears throat> we need we need something on the power play. 0 for 7 in game one. 0 for 3 right now through two. Uh, but, you know, 0, through, 0 for 7 in the first one. Even though you ran a majority of prospects, you still got to get one or two, in my opinion. Yeah, and you're seeing a lot of really good names that you think are going to make the roster like Jack Johnson. McDermott's playing both sides. He's looking great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with all these names you're putting in there, we're still not getting anything on the power play. No, no. And the power play looked pretty good. You know, they were moving it around pretty. They had some pretty good looks, but just no, nothing, no pay dirt yet. So okay. we shall see. There you go. You can, you can. All right. Yeah. You, you were right, frozen for a second. Yeah. It said that there was some, some connection hiccup. So I just want to make sure we're good. All right. Um, all right. So we, you're going to want, you're going to like this one, man. You are, you trust me. Everybody listening to this specific show is going to like this one right now because this is fan tracks and I'm going to give you the inside track on some fantasy hockey and it's called fan tracks. It's free NHL Fantasy Hockey League. Uh, it is the most customizable, easy to use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. Sign up for free today, and as a special offer for Locked On Avalanche fans, you will be entered to win an official NHL-signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. You got that? Color me interested. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so simply go to fantrax.com slash locked on and sign up. 
the top dynasty fantasy hockey platform in an in- industry. Fantrax is the most customizable fantasy platform offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty keeper redraft and best ball league. So go deep with the ultimate keeper in dynasty leagues, create a simple redraft league or the customizable best ball league with up to 2000 teams. Pretty crazy. Uh, so once again, Go to sign, uh, sign up at today at Fantrax.com. That's F-A-N-T-R-A-X.com slash locked on. And you will be entered to win an official NHL signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. I know everybody in this room listening to this is going to be interested in that one for sure. All right. <clears throat> so we will uh, move on from the... Uh, preseason game that's ongoing right now. Like I said, we'll keep people updated for whatever reason. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, you know the outcome. (laughs) Give you the live uh, breakdown. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're finishing with the kind of burning questions of the week and kind of saved. I don't want to say the best for last because being an Avalanche fan, it's kind of like the worst part of all of this, but it's the playoffs. And, you know, we all know the history with the avalanche. Well, recent history in the last three years. I look like I'm a, I I do feel like I'm going to go out like on a fighter jet right now. I talked about a fighter (laughs) jet earlier, but I feel like my, my, my windscreen is up right now. Like, you know what I mean? There you go. Um, So yeah, playoffs. It's like the, the arch nemesis, you know, it is the Lex Luthor. It is the Thanos. It is whatever you, you know, the Darth Vader for, uh, the avalanche right now. And I was asked a lot last year, is it Stanley cup or bust? I was telling people, yeah, even though it is a short and weird COVID season that has carried over into this year and maybe even more so, um, you know, how I said in yesterday's episode, uh, and we were talking before we went live that, you know, about the Jared Bednar firing thing. And trust me, people like I'm not going to keep bringing that up. <laughs> I, I don't I'm, I'm not about, you know, getting rid of coaches. You know me like I love Jared Bednar. I don't want him to go anywhere. But I said yesterday, like, you know, if, if the Avs fail to even make the Stanley Cup final, you're going to hear the groundswell a lot more. So I guess the first question I'll ask you, Kyle, is do you think this is playing with the avalanche mind at all? Like come playoff time. Uh, first round, you know, I don't think they'll have any weight on their shoulders other than if they're a number one seed, even if they're a number two seed, you know, losing to a lower seed, that's that, but that that's each and every year. Uh, it's when they get to that second round. Do you think they'll start hearing the chirps, uh, if they're able to get to the second round again? Probably because that's what they heard last year into the second round was, Mm -hmm their inability to get past the second round. Now they know they it's what needs to be done. And they're going to tell you all day long. That's not the goal that it is the Stanley cup. And in their mind, there's an internal clock. Like, you know, you're getting the prime out of Nate and Miko and Gabe all at the same time. And if it's not, if it's not this year, it's going to be harder next year. And everyone around you is getting better and trying to copy your blueprint of what you put together. It's it's not so much cup or bust. You just know your window is 
closing and it's not going to be as easy as it is right now. So, well, it's so weird. Like, is the window really closing though? It, like, is it like, yeah, there is probably some window uh, because every year that goes by that you don't win it. Obviously, everyone gets a year older, but a year older for Nathan McKinnon is 28. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's still pretty young. A year older for Miko Rantanen is 26. A year older for Kale McCarr is 23. So, like, we're still young. Uh, but, but st- I think after, so they, after <clears throat> this year, they said one more year left on that Nathan McKinnon contract. And let's just, you know, go way forward thinking and say, you don't win it this year. You don't win it next year, which is Nathan McKinnon's last year on the deal. He's an unrestricted after that. Does that play into a decision for him that it, I have this, these, these incredible players around me and we can't get it done here. I got to go somewhere else. I don't know. Like that, that's way down the road. But if you can't get it done in the next two years, and that's when his contract is done, you're, you you might he might be thinking, uh, you know, is, is it going to happen here at all? And that could play into his thinking. We don't know, but it's it's definitely a possibility. And when you're last year, you won the President's Trophy, and it was in the cards. You were the favorite. This Stanley yeah. Cup was yours. Right. And then if you're Nathan McKinnon, if they think this team can win without a Donskoy, without a Ryan Graves, without a Brandon Saad, and you take a step back this year, and it's the first round you get an exit, <laughs> or it's the second round again, and that's the narrative going into next year, or if it's right. the third round. When I say the window's closing, it's, it's so much like a cup or bust season because you don't need another mountain to climb. You just mm-hmm. need to win the whole thing because next year, all that's going to be playing in Nate's mind. And like you mentioned, we were talking about the, the article talking about Bednar possibly firing. It's the last thing you want to do right now with Nathan McKinnon still trying to figure out, is this where I'm going to win a cup when everybody right. feels like this is the team you want to be on to win a cup. But if you can't this year and you can't next year, would changing Bednar help? Would that just tell Nathan, well, this isn't it. They don't believe in anything they're doing. And then he goes somewhere else. Like those are the the variables that you have to think about when it comes to the Colorado Avalanche. You know, it's a good point because uh, you don't like it to be this way, but superstar players have a say Mm -hmm. in who's coaching them. You know, you, you know, don't tell me that, you know, the LeBron James of the world aren't talking or the, the, you know, the GM and the president aren't going to him and saying, do you approve of this person? I'm not saying that, you know, Nathan McKinnon would be the, the be all end all, but if it is contract time and Joe Sackick has a conversation with him saying like, you know, what will it take to bring you back? And Nathan McKinnon says something like, look, I like Bednar. We might need a change there. That might get the the thinking of everybody, because if they don't change, uh, if they don't do a coaching change when Nathan McKinnon is on the line, Bednar is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're keeping Nathan McKinnon over Jared Bednar. I'm sorry. I love them both, but that's going to happen. And if you're listening to this thinking like, why are we talking about this? Well, go win a cup and mm-hmm. then we won't talk about this stuff. Because now this is we're going into probably this is probably what 
I'd say year four. This season coming up is year four of legit avalanche talk of doing some damage. And it's it's exponential. It's gone up every single year that, yeah, that first year of this past this, including this season, you had you had a team that you could know, you could make the playoffs and anything can happen in the playoffs, but they didn't go that far. That's OK. And then those these next these previous three years where they were they're out in the third round now and especially last year, last year and this year, it's they're a favorite. Mm-hmm. So so you can't keep saying that. And if you want people like Kyle and I to stop talking about it, then the avalanche need to do something. Because trust me, if they don't, we aren't the only ones that are going to be talking about it. Everybody's going to be like, what is it going to take for the avalanche to win this thing? And unfortunately, sometimes it comes down to uh, it, it falls on the coach's head. And I think every coach in the league would tell you that, that it falls on them. Yeah. So And and you don't want to constantly be that team to chase something you really never had. Because at, at this point, we haven't won anything like yeah. when we won that or won a couple games in that series against Nashville, it was unexpected. And then the year after we made a deeper run and it was unexpected. But now that we're expected to win, we just kind of stall out. Is that what you want to keep doing? Like no. you're trying to win the cup. You don't want to yeah. keep things the way they are. You want to get to that next level. And what's not working? Like we talked about at the end of last year. Like you have to look at the team. Like what's not working? This is the year that you figure that out. If you you can't get through the playoffs and can't get to that Stanley Cup, something's not working. And you can't tell me otherwise because we're not bringing Lord Stanley home. It's true. And and it's tough because – Hockey is the, the the best parody league out there, so it, it's the the toughest trophy to win. Uh, but you know this team is primed to do it, and I think you know from the fans to the team itself, they are they are they're probably frustrated, but they probably also know like we got a damn good team and we can do this. You know, what I mean? yeah. we're not going to let you know superstition come in the way of uh, you know us doing our, our, you know, our final goal, which is to win the entire thing. So, yeah. all right, let's, uh, let's hear from built bar and bet online and then, uh, kind of take a step back and look at the week as a whole and I'll get your take on some things. So, uh, built bar, uh, you know, it, you love it. Kyle, did you finish off all your built bars or you still got, I, it? I still have a few more to go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, they are the best tasting protein bar in the world. Are they not, sir? I mean, you can vouch for this now. I love the coconut. My goodness. It yeah. is next level. The coconut is excellent. The, and there's a limited edition. When it comes out, it's a coconut brownie. Get that bad boy. Mm. That, that's, oh, uh, that won the, when they were in, in March, when they were doing the, uh, March madness of flavors, that one is the one that won it. So, and rightfully so. Uh, but if you don't know built bar, well, you are missing out, and you can pick between a plethora of flavors such as coconut and raspberry and mint brownie and strawberry, orange, cookies and cream. The list goes on and on, and if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of nine flavors available. And not only are Built Bar, are they the best tasting, but they are healthy. 
of 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of carbs, net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. And you can go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Finally, bet online and with football back in action. And now is the time to get in on some action with betonline.ag. It's number one spot for all of your pro and college football action. And with a new updated site and interface, more odds, prop bets, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50%. Uh, we're back down to 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And don't forget to use the, pro- use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And it is where the games start. All right. Well, let's end with kind of uh, taking a summary of the week, kind of, uh, like I said, the five burning questions that we went through. Um, we I went through injuries, uh, depth, rookies, physicality, and today, obviously, we just talked about uh, the playoffs. Was I mean, was there anything that you think I, I missed? Is there any other burning questions for the Avalanche or those? I mean, maybe the goalies, but I feel like we're okay with the goalies. But I don't feel like I missed any any of the glare, anything glaring. No, and I honestly, with all your burning questions, I think you address all the literal burning questions on the minds of Avalanche fans. And Hmm. like everything we said in the last segment about Cupper Bust and like how the Avalanche are put together and is this the year, you could go back and listen to the episodes through the week. Um, We are really lucky to have the depth we do, the rookies that we do, um, we have EJ coming off injury right now, and you could just see the addition that he's been in this preseason game. Um, and you can look at teams around yeah. the league. They're not this deep. We are we are ridiculously deep right now and going to get deeper with the Eagles coming up and all of our draft picks like Foodie and Olofsson. Like, we have, we're, we have a lot of things to look forward to. So it's not doom and gloom. I don't want you guys to think that we're talking <laughs> doom and gloom about the avalanche here. Like we're in a really good position, like incredible rookies. We're coming to a very healthy team this year, which is going to be great. And all of this culminates in how we handle the playoffs. So the yeah. avalanche are in a really, really good spot and step back and take a look around the rest of the league. Like, as I'm saying this, a just scored a goal. Like, oh, I was going to as soon as you were, you know, finishing up your point, I was going to bring him up and how he and he was looking really good um, in this game. And he he almost had a goal earlier. Uh, And he and he's he's running the 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 slingshot play on the power play. Yeah, I know it's preseason, but good Lord. I mean, he's 18 years old and, and he's he's running the Nathan McKinnon spot of the power play on power play one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that's getting the kid acclimated and everything and, and getting his feet wet, but that that's impressive. Um, yeah, when it comes to injuries, like I said on, on Monday show, 
everybody is going to be looking. Well, everybody wants to stay healthy overall, but mm-hmm. individually, like people are going to be watching Eric Johnson and, uh, and I think to maybe a lesser extent, but for Avalanche fans an extent, uh, Francois, you know, yeah. those are two guys that missed basically, you know, Johnson played four games last year. Big deal. Um, those guys basically missed all of last season. So you're going to be watching those two guys in addition to just overall health. Can, mm-hmm. can, they, can we get a healthy season out of Avalanche players? Let's hope so. Yeah, you're going to have bumps and bruises and missed games here and there, but let's not have those <laughs> season-ending injuries. You know, they're out for the foreseeable future. If you're, if you're day-to-day, that, you know, crap like that's going to happen. But minimize as mo- best you can, as, as much as you can control, which is so difficult to control injuries. Um, that that's going to be the sticking point for me, I think, in the avalanche. But and, and to all your points with your earlier episodes about our depth and rookies and everything, like we're built mm-hmm. in a way where if we if an, we lose a goalie or EJ goes down again, it's next man up. Like I had a conversation earlier in the week recording a future episode of here in Puckburg with a uh, mm-hmm. writer for the Blackhawks. Um, they, if Marc-Andre Fleury goes down or Jonathan Taze goes down, the Chicago Blackhawks lose all forward trajectory and momentum mm-hmm. and their season's done. Yeah, we, we don't have that problem. Like we had Nate, he was injured last year for a little bit and Joe stepped up like we, we have the depth to fill in when those injuries happen. This is NHL hockey. Not everybody's yeah. guaranteed to make it the full 82. Injuries will happen, right. but we're built deep enough for when they do happen. Let me ask you this. You, you, know, you said we're still the deepest team in the league. Last year, I don't think it was any question. They were the deepest mm-hmm. team. Uh, so they, they lost some of that depth, uh, and I don't think they are as deep deep as a team as last year but even having said that are they still the deepest team in the league it's a relative term we lost established death depth That's from so last true. year yeah we have new depth we're talking about names tonight that people haven't even heard of like these are people like a lost in ranta like these are names that if i told you last year this is not established depth but this is still a deep talented team you want to say yeah. deep talented team? I mean, we are still a very deep and talented team. Like, not yeah. many fan bases in the league right now could talk about who were healthy scratching tonight, and you have a case for both players. Like, yeah. you can't name everybody in your defensive core. Like, we have a really deep and talented team. Maybe not as established as last year, but deep and talented. Right. It's it's true. It's a good point. Um, and I kind of said something similar that, yeah, like we have to see what these guys that we acquired can do. Mm-hmm. Because when we acquired the guys that we were touting from last year that we were so deep with, when we acquired them, we were kind of asking the same question when they first came into the avalanche. And after they, you know, they got settled, we knew what they could provide. We fell in love with them, with guys mm-hmm. like Belmar. You know what I mean? So now give these guys an opportunity to do the same thing. Um, by the way, I thought they had just given Gabe Landeskog a 10 minute misconduct. They must've given Kadri one too, because I'm looking at the stats and he's got 12 penalty minutes. 
So mid-season four, not how you want to come back. Uh, your, your first game back, you gave that press conference saying, you know, uh, all the things that you were saying about usually suspension, uh, and you get a 10 minute misconduct. I'm not saying it wasn't warranted, but, uh, probably not the best look for, for Nas right here, but Hey, he's got a goal and an assist. Uh, so does Sampo Ranta, a goal and assist. So uh, he's he's finding his way onto this team one way or another. Jack Johnson, uh, an assist. He had an assist on that last goal. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, all right, we got like eight minutes left in this game. So let's wrap this bad boy up, and then we'll go see how this thing finishes off. So uh, thank you for making this your first listen for the day. Uh, definitely head over to Locked On NHL to make that your second listen of the day. <clears throat> and um, yeah, we'll be back next week. And uh, what's what's their next? When's their next game? What's their next? Uh, let me see here, real quick. October. Jeez, they don't play October fourth. So Monday, they're playing Minnesota again in Minnesota. So uh, anything happens over the weekend, you can definitely uh, rest assured we'll be talking about it on Monday. Uh, where can they find you, Mister Kyle Sullivan? You can find me at Shaggy Von Doom everywhere you look, or you can find me hosting here in Puckburg over on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Love it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you again, as always. Always appreciate it. And thank you to you at home or in your car, wherever you're listening. Always appreciate it as well. And we'll see everybody on Monday. We're out. I can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> Go, abs, go.